I'm Damon. Hey, everybody. It's Ed. And this is Audra. And we are Podcast of the Damned. Yeah. It has been almost three months since our last podcast. Long? Yeah. Um, yeah. Bec- well, because we were planning to do our last podcast right at the beginning of March. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and everything is shit. <laughs> and the world has yeah. fallen apart. <laughs> and Stephen King life like realities are upon us. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> oh, this is I mean, I know you don't re, you're not familiar with a ton of uh Stephen King, but this is how the stand started. Exactly. This is exactly how, how the stand, stand started. started. Did he the only difference is the stand has the the spiritual good versus evil backstory in it because you know once 94% of the population dies in 3 months, you got to have a story, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, you've got to read the stand. Uh, it's it's an audiobook. It's it's a Stephen it's a Stephen King classic. It was written in seventy eight. It's one of his early novels. Aren't they making a movie about that very soon with a Mary Jane from Spider? Yeah, they're doing a remake of the stand, and it's going to be on um, CBS's streaming site because now all the the major, you know, NBC, ABC, CBS, they're going to be starting their own streaming sites with original content because that's all a card is going to be the mm-hmm. new norm, which I don't right, see a lot of people course. gravitating. Well, all a card is how cable started. Yeah. You know, but yeah, now, so Ed, for your, your millennial <laughs> unwear self, I'm an old 19- millennial. <laughs> now, in 1994, <laughs> he's an elder millennial, <laughs> but, but, you know, in 1994, um, I forget the network. It was a, a new, a, 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 one of the like big three. I can't remember if it was CBS or I think it was ABC. I think it was ABC because ABC had was the it? lot had had the stranglehold on Stephen King uh, property back then. Okay, so Stephen King did write the scripts, but there were other writers in the mix. Um, oh. They did a a what was it? Four, four or five part. Yeah, it was a mini series. Four or five part mini series. It was a big. It was back when event TV was still a thing. That kind of um, sounds and, familiar. I think and, my dad probably a, watched it. It was after, after it. It was a big success. Oh, and that makes it, sense. it had major actors. I mean, there was there was Molly Ringwald. There was Gary Sinise. Rob Lowe was in it. Um, the guy from Coach who played. Um, Dauber and Coach yeah, played. M O N. M O N. That's one of my favorite characters. But in any case, yeah, it was a huge TV event, and I actually rewatched it recently. I've read the book like I don't even know how many times. First time I read it, I was twelve. That's a great age to read a book like that. Is it one of his um, uh, thick books? Like it? It's one of yes. his longest. The oh. Unabridged. <laughs> Uh, the unabridged version of his book is something like 1,400 pages. Something like that. It's it's well over 1,200 pages. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Game of Thrones level brick. Oh, geez. Yeah, it's, it's, it's no joke. Um, but he created some really great characters. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, but the, but the beginning is this uh, virus that just slowly, I mean, quickly... But quickly, it just like it takes out, you know, 90, almost um, like 95% of the population. Yeah. And um, so there's a division of the people that survive 
kind of end up they're having dreams either from Mother Abigail, who's who's going to be played the, by Whoopi Goldberg. Oh uh, yeah, I read that. I was so excited. Yeah. Oh, and you guys Mother, are happy about that? She has. I haven't oh, seen yeah. her in something in a while. Oh no, I think she's going to play this part perfectly because okay. Mother Abigail was a Southern woman. She was 108 years old. She'd grown up her whole life in the same house. She was just what you consider the good Christian Southern lady. Yeah. It's okay. something you may not Good know day. about Whoopi Goldberg uh, in, in the early days. I mean, now she's just, you know, some old lady that sits on the view. But <laughs> uh, she was uh, a respected stand-up in the 80s. Oh, yeah. She was what? great. I loved her. And then she then she became, then she was in uh, The Color Purple from the movie that Steven Spielberg directed. And her and, which kind of discovered her and Oprah at the same time. They were in the movie together. Oh. And that movie and is just uh, from that point on, she, they both just uh, exploded as far as isn't, isn't she one of the few like celebrities that has like all three of the wars? Like, it was it the Oscar? Oh, yeah, she's got an Emmy. Yeah, yeah, that's Emmy, it. And, uh, uh, Emmy and Oscar, a Tony, and, um, and a Globe. Yeah, and a People's Choice. And a People's Choice. So, yeah, she's yeah. one of the people. And I'm, I'm also excited about now. So, the you know it, it turns into a god versus satan kind of of thing oh, between yeah. the survivors 100%. and so mother abigail is the one who obviously leads the the good side and then uh, there's the bad side they all congregate in boulder colorado um and they're trying to build society back now there's the bad guy randall flag he's the character that you've heard about that is in like nine of his books mentioned he's a he gunslinger is, Right, he's the bad guy, the the man in black and the gunslinger. Oh, okay. The terrible movie that came out. That's right. Right. Yeah. Now, the, the and movie he doesn't ignore the the books. Exactly. <laughs> it was awful. I love Idris Elba, but even he couldn't ha- carry it. Oh, he they had nothing um, to work with. The cast, there's no problem with the cast. It was all the yeah. writing. It was just So, garbage. I was excited. Did you hear Damon who's going to play Randall Flag? No. Oh, Alexander Scar Alexander Skarsgård. That's right. That's right. I'm so excited. I think he'll be a great. See, like, I'm not gonna pay for uh, that CBS service, but I will pirate it. <laughs> well, hell yeah. <laughs> That's the problem with these streaming services. They get too many, and they want to buy it. You don't have a dozen of them. Well, well, they nickel, weird. they nickel and dime you. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. It's funny. This is how cable started. Before you, when you back in the day, I'll never forget. Uh, <laughs> Back in Osleta, the day. Osleta was, yeah, Ed, you, you know, my cousin, Osleta. Jesus. Sorry, cannabis virus. <laughs> Sorry. She was the first person on our block that had cable, but back then it was just HBO. You got a box, an HBO box, and it literally had a, a key where you could lock it, to, to, you know, for adult content. Oh, I didn't and, know, remember that one. Yeah. So- so, so what one, you got was basic cable, and then you got HBO as an extra. Yeah, uh, and you had to turn this lock, and it would allow you to watch HBO. I didn't and, remember that. Jeez, that's the- and this is, but and if you didn't have this, like me, because I actually lived in an area that was on the dividing line between Boise and Meridian. Uh-huh. So we had like we had like a Boise phone number and a Meridian address, and so the cable city whatever they never got on it so we didn't have cable until i was in high school when my when we moved and sold the house so basically you either had cable or you had three maybe four channels 
<laughs> when Fox came on. Now you can watch Jeez. anything. What's that? Now you can watch anything. Right, now you can watch anything. But what they would do is then you had Stars and Cinemax and couple other you know and you would add that onto your membership and they would you know increase and that's basically what streaming is becoming yeah i remember now that you're saying i remember that i was young when it was starting up mm-hmm. right but i don't need like and if, three and if you were like my brother my stepbrother and crafty enough um even though the parental lock was on you could turn it to the channel and adjust it so that even though it was snowy still, you could still watch a little to, bit of porn. You could still watch a little <laughs> bit of porn. Yeah. The reason the reason I know he did this is because he was dumb enough because he did it in our folks' bedroom because theirs was the only one that had the like cable box, mm-hmm. right? And you had to do it where the cable box was. I don't know why the tech worked that way, but it did. Um, some techie person can probably explain it. But in any case, you had to do it where the cable box was, not on your other units in the house. So what he did is he went into our folks' bedroom and did that while they were gone and forgot to turn the channel back before he turned the TV off. Oh. So they came home, turned on the TV, and are like, what's this? And pretty much, let's see, I was in I was in ninth era. No, I was a sophomore at the time, which would have made my stepsister in eighth grade and him in like sixth, seventh grade. Um, you know, Jesus. they they knew who did it. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, uh, in Vancouver, it was the uh, channel 30, we used to call it Dirty 30. <laughs> and I had figured out a way if you had, you know, because it was two TVs back then, and and uh, so if you would put it on in between channel 22 and channel 23 and tweak the antennas just right when you put it on 30, yeah. you could watch a very, very, very snowy porn on TV. You could see what's happening, but it's like watching... Um, it was like it would make the screen black and white because it was snowy, but you could definitely see what they're doing. I'm old enough. You were watching poltergeist porn. That was uh, that was, but it was enough for me. <laughs> I was I was old enough to remember that doing that. <laughs> well, and that was about. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, we're we're going down memory lane. All right. Yeah. Mark and Marty. Mark and Marty. We had to get porn the hard way. In any case, I'd have to say being locked down now is a whole lot better than it would have been. Oh, fuck yes. Even 20 years ago. Oh, even yeah. five years ago. Even five with, years ago. With streaming services and video games, I know you guys don't play it, but still, it's a, you know it's crazy now how beautiful and it's almost like hey, a long hey. movie. You, I you, play video games. Man, I don't know if you're on, you're on Instagram. You saw that fake little video I made for Happy Quarantine. Oh, yeah. I'm still playing. I'm that still playing adorable. all my old analog. I'm still playing Pac-Man and Dig Dug. <laughs> I'm playing Bubble Witch what? and Wordington Wordington Mansion and Scrow or Words with Friends. Uh, I remember Words with Friends. Friends. I didn't know people were still playing Words with Friends. I play puzzle games. I like the Words with Friends cuz I can play just a whole bunch of different people and and of different like skill levels and my my stepbrother's been constantly just whooping my ass for about four years now so it's nice to play with other people where i sometimes win <laughs> so what what uh what have you guys been doing i mean i know 
what Ed and I have been doing because we're uh, quote unquote essential workers. So we're kind of out well, in the shit every day. Yeah, well, you've been. You are. But what have you been doing? But on the weekends, it's pretty much just lockdown. What are you doing during your free time? Um, Besides, seriously <laughs> masturbating and eating <laughs> and drinking because that's all I'm doing. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I won't. I won't put the furious part in there. I'm. I'm, I'm less furious about it. But uh, those those activities have all been going on, and you know, you guys. Um. Well, no, Ed. Some Ed is, you know, locked Ed, down Ed with his family. Go, hey, you wait. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I don't. But. But but you know. Um, well, okay, so at first I will admit, because I am a massage therapist, I'm a medical massage therapist, which means technically I am an essential worker right now, uh-huh. but um, there are very vast limitations on the clients I can take, Right. and I had a lengthy discussion with the state of Washington that basically involved them going, we don't really know either, and I'm like, well, here's how I'm interpreting this. And how I'm interpreting this, so mm-hmm. you know, I'm gloving up mask. Oh, it's weird gloving um, up the rub. But you know, I used to work in a hospital years ago, so I I, I know cleanliness procedures. I am am working limited a little bit, so I do get out a bit. But other yeah. than that, um, I think there's a divot in my couch now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I really have gone down a few rabbit holes on various forms of streaming media um yeah i've read i've read a couple of uh thriller mystery books um i've really been into this series called the yorkshire mysteries and it's kind of like true true crime you know um csi kind of but not extreme kind of csi with more mystery to it i've read i've read all four of the books that are out now um Oh, over the quarantine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I just started another um, kind of thriller book written um, by these two um, YouTubers called uh, Rhett and Link. They've got Good Mythical Morning, and they're kind of juggernauts right now because they've got several several channels out there and a, a friend of mine was like hey watch this shit and then i went down that rabbit hole so i'm reading their book <laughs> that they wrote that is kind of like a thriller loosely ba- and it's funny i'm reading it because i'm writing something um that is loosely based on my experiences in life right at a certain uh-huh. at a certain point in my life and this is about them as teenage kids but it's not really them it's fiction but they've incorporated their own experiences into it which i'm doing in mine and in this um, southern town in north carolina there are 15 year old boys and they're they're wannabe filmmakers okay uh-huh. and um there's this reform school in town that all the you know everyone's terrified of because some of the students that go there disappear under mysterious cases so there's kind of like some horror aspect of what's going to happen are they going to get sent to this reform school are they going to because there's always already been a character in the beginning that is escaping from it and it's kind of all uh it it makes you feel that it's all uh, like 11 escaping from the corporation and stranger things kind of feel to it 
So I, I'm like curious about this for multiple reasons. One, because I'm writing a book incorporating experiences similarly in a fiction platform. So I want to see how others have done it. And I, I'm kind of like the creepy. I'm waiting to see where it gets creepy because they're young budding filmmakers, right? Oh, okay. yeah. So it's called Bleak Creek. So, but as far as watching, I mean, I've been all over the goddamn place watching things. Um, I got into well, hold on before before you go on. Yeah. Uh, anything you've been reading, Ed? Since we're on books, okay. Top of the books. Uh, no, <laughs> no books on this. No, he's he's been furiously pounding his wife. <laughs> well, <laughs> I uh, I, well, I've. It's a little weird. It's uh, I've only been reading. Uh, I had a bunch of backed up uh, one-off uh, graphic novels of the Crossed series. Oh, we've talked about this. One. Those, yeah, Crossed is basically. Uh, it's funny. I, I wasn't even trying to. I just had a backup of them, but it's about an infection that takes over the world, but the 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 thing is you don't become like a zombie or anything like that you become um the guy who wrote it also wrote the boys which the show's based Garth on Ennis. he's also wrote black hole he's wrote a ton of graphic novels that are like considered top tier uh, yeah guys. he's uh, Garth Ennis right get the author, get the Garth name. Ennis yeah, thank you. But I've been reading the Cross series, a bunch of uh, I had like four graphic novels that I've just been uh, knocking out and uh, basically when you get infected by this disease, the Telltale Signs you get a, a really nasty open sore, bloody rash on your face in the shape of a cross. But when, it, when you get this disease, it makes you hypersexual and hyperviolent. So you'll have like uh, you'll have like people that, like okay there was a scene in one of the books where uh, a bunch of infected cross people are chasing this group of uninfected cross people pretty much they can just rape and kill them to death you know rape yeah, them to death serious. and uh, and there's just people that uh, that would uh, they were getting they would get uh, hit with like a BB gun or a bullet but not mortally wounded and then they would turn and then they would chase their other uh, other uh, partners in this uninfected group. And what you found out is that the group of the cross people were taking bullets, dipping them in their blood and then shooting uh, across the way uh, to these uninfected people. So it would spread their disease. And it was just like it is, uh, it is not for the uh, this. It's it's not for the faint of heart. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. These graphic novels. I what? said, yeah, no thanks. And it's really harsh, but it's really a really good, a really. This good one time, they take an infected baby and put in a catapult, shoot it over like their castle that the survivors are in, blow it up with oh. a shotgun, so the blood would affect everybody. Like, it's right. a. It is so crazy. It would be a great movie, but it'd be a it'll be like movie. straight to DVD. <laughs> yeah, it's just too hard. But that, and I read another book, uh, well, audiobook, um, All Dead. It is a 12 book series, and over the course of 
like a month I listened to this book. It is well, all 12 books. It was 154 hours. Good Lord. But it was so good. Um, I, I wasn't trying to find anything that dealt with the local stuff because I remember I told you about the um, um, oh, what is the name of that last series that was kind of it was all based in uh, the northwest here. Uh, Infected? Yeah, thank mm-hmm. you. Infected. Uh, this was all dead. It covered story. It's 12 books and it tells one story. So you can't just pick up book five and well, you could, but you, you'd be missing a lot. Um, basically it was, um, it, 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 it covered a group of people that were in the Northwest, a group of people that were in the Midwest and a group of people that were in the South. And over the course of the book, it covers like maybe 20, yeah, about 20 years. And uh, it's really good. It was like, uh, it was hard. It would have been a total pain. But it was like, audible. It was like the stand, it was like the stand length, you know, qu- uh, kind of epic story. I'm sorry, what were you oh, saying? Oh, I apologize too. Um, and you uh, listened to this on audible? Yes. Um, it's it's called All Dead, and it's by the the author is uh, T W Brown, and uh, it was really good. I mean, you would follow a character. I mean, there was three three main characters. There's always three main characters in the story covering these three parts of the, of yeah. the country, but they weren't always the same three. You would follow okay, like one one guy, the guy uh, from uh, he was he lived in Portland. And he, or no, he lived in Seattle. And you followed him, his character, for three books. Then he died. And one of the girls that he, uh, was a little girl he found, his neighbor, uh, she was a five year old girl that uh, both her parents turned and he just kind of took it upon himself to take care of her. Yeah. From that point on, you follow her as like a 15 year old and up until like she's 22, I think, 23. And, uh, it's just like you follow this guy for three books, he dies, and you follow her from her perspective. And on the other, on the uh, on the other um, parts of the country, you'll follow this one guy. Uh, his name was uh, Kevin, and you followed him for almost like of the twelve books, he's in the book for like, and these are slight spoilers, but he's in the book for like eleven books. Then he does it. Then he passes away. And then his wife, you pick it up from her, her point of view. And his wife from those 11 books was just some chick that was in their group, but they didn't, you know, they weren't part, they weren't together, but they got married in book 10 and then he dies in book 11. And then she, you follow her from book 11 to 12. And it's just, it's really cool. Okay. It was like, uh, it had like, and it, you know, like a lot of zombie trope things, the you know zombies take a back seat to the the human life drama. That's well, because on. Sure, honestly, really... are there, unless they're like sentient, super smart zombies like Asimov, you know, um, the, yeah. the, the the zombie story really isn't going to be more like brains. <laughs> what's cool? What's cool about this one is that the longer the zombies are alive, some of them do retain intelligence, and then they they do figure out that some of them uh, I don't want to give it away it's kind of a big reveal 
but some of them, how they find out, I won't say, but some of them have retained enough intelligence to set traps as far as like ambushes, not like building things, but like setting traps that would normally, uh, you know, a regular person would just walk mm-hmm. through an empty street, but it's not empty. It just looks empty. And that would, that their constant evolving made it more interesting because they were learning right. and learning from mistakes and kind of rearranging the you know uh patterns now there were some zombies that just stayed zombies and yeah and but there were specials but there was certain there was a certain percentage that actually retained a little bit of their knowledge and they explained why they retained their knowledge and and you could be able to spot which ones were able to do it it was really good book it would be a good four movies because there's a lot of there's a lot yeah, of Yeah, they couldn't squeeze the one. I mean, it gets to the point. Usually I use the whole point of me getting audiobooks initially was to pass the time at work because you know, you, as you know, Ed, because we work in the same place, it's you could you could spend hours doing one thing and it's very monotonous after yeah. a while. And if you know you're and if you're good at your job, it's dying downright mind numbing. So these are like a good escape for me. This was what so I would usually just listen to the book at work, but this was such a good book. I would listen to it at work, at home, on the drive to work, on the drive to home. I just that was the uh, the reader. I highly recommend if you got the time, which we all <laughs> do, check out. All that was that. a reader or the uh, speaker. Uh, that he was very okay. good. In fact, uh, the, that is such a linchpin for me. Is uh, like there's this book I really I'm trying to listen to now called Father of Lies. But I stupidly didn't listen because it gives you, you know, like Audible will give you a, a sample of the narrator. And uh, I, I tend to not really get into the narrators if they have a strong accent, a strong English accent or one. I, uh, one woman had a strong Irish <laughs> accent. It was just brutal. <laughs> I love it. And this uh, this. Uh, Father of Lies, one I'm listening to now, is hard to get through because she has a really strong English accent. I just don't like her voice. So, yeah, but the narrator for All Dead is really good. In fact, he does women's voices to the point where I kind of forgot it was a guy doing Okay. It. I have to check this one out. Yeah, I would totally check it out. It's definitely worth... I mean, you get 12 books of content with one credit. So if you're an Audible subscriber, I say what? check it out. 154 hours is a lot of entertaining material. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that, as far as books, that's as far as I've gone. Uh, let's go down to what we've been watching. Audrey, I'll let you start. What have you been watching during this <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Excuse me. You caught me in. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I had another second to exhale that. Um <laughs> <laughs> in any case I, you know I've been all over the place you know I watch a lot of different shit I know you watch predominantly right. horror but I watch a lot of different shit okay right. and um, I started going through Netflix I watched a bunch of just not even worthy mention um, I watched season one of the Frankenstein Chronicles on Netflix is that any good? Um, uh, well, uh, it is. I put it in my queue, but I haven't checked season, it out. Season one, I very much enjoyed. But the way it ended and then restarted for season two, I haven't been able to get more than two episodes into it. Okay, that one was Ned okay. Stark, right? 
Yes, Sean Bean. And while I'll say Sean Bean is the main character... He dies? (laughs) Well, yes and no. He pulls a Jon Snow. So I'll give you that... I'll give you that really bad spoiler that I shouldn't give it to you. I've seen but, it on my streaming service, but it doesn't uh, it doesn't interest. But it, it, it doesn't it doesn't happen right away. It doesn't quite, but it doesn't I know what you're going to say, Ed. It doesn't quite didn't quite grab. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I was like, I it is, this, but I'll put it in my queue, but I don't know if I'm it going It is to. a good show. It is kind of a little slower than it needed to be. Um, he is a um, flawed character. He is not Ned Stark. He's, you know, um, an inspector working for the crown. Um, okay. But he has syphilis. He is a good Ooh. guy, but he's not a perfect guy. Okay. okay. And it is really good. The characters are really great. I mean, they nailed the the, the whoever did the costume design was just spot on and they nailed everything it's just the that's what I said I really enjoyed season one it's just what they do in season two is not grabbing me okay. uh, huh. so and I I don't know if it was like I was disappointed in that I was like, well, they better not do what I think they're gonna do, <sighs> and they did it. Where are they going now? Okay, they're th- keep an open mind. I'm like, I don't like where they're going with it. Uh. But in any case, um, at a later date when I'm in a mood, I will probably slog my way through because I, I you know I tried to slog my through way through season two of Iron Fist, but I couldn't do it. Um, Iron Fist is garbage. Oh, Don't waste. I tried time. to slog through season two, hoping that they had listened to everyone, no, and it gets slightly better, but not enough to call it. No, I it oh, I can't see where it could have gone better based on episode two. Um, <laughs> in any case, um, I may return to the Frankenstein Chronicles. It's really well done. Production values are great. Acting is amazing. Um, the story is not a horrible thing. Of course, you're dealing with a a, a trope, basically. I mean, yeah. you know, the Frankenstein has been done. It's like Superman. It's been done a million times a million ways. So this is a new take on it. Um, I like that aspect of it. Yeah, man, you don't uh, do not waste your time with Iron Man. It's such garbage. Oh, I ain't, I ain't returning to Iron that. No. One hundred percent miscast. It is badly directed. It's badly written. Oh, it's just... This is a shit show. <sighs> the Defenders isn't great either. <laughs> it, it's, it's, I couldn't. It's, it's it didn't grab me. I couldn't make it through the pilot. I, I... The only good shows is the only good shows is season two. Of, of um, Luke Cage and Luke Cage season one only up until Cottonmouth dies. After that, it takes a nosedive. And Jessica Jones season two and three is good, but it, it was it, it's it's yeah. Iron Fist is just fucking terrible. Well, so I hate that. So I finished. So I yeah, I finished Pole Dark through episode four or, or through season four. Which is another good one that neither one of you would probably be into because it's a more of a it's a masterpiece theater historical fiction. 
Um, more along the lines of Outlander than Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, my wife <laughs> okay. loves Outlander. Okay, Outlander. Yeah, well, tell her to watch Poldark. It's on Amazon okay. Prime. Yeah. <laughs> She'll probably like it. The thing is, is it's a little more soap opera-y than um, Outlander, uh-huh. which that's the mo- the one thing I don't like is the one... The one bad guy character, I'm just like, all right, dude, we're on season four and you're still trying to pull this bullshit <laughs> and you actually have all the money and the good pretty wife and you're in charge. So why do you, what's the problem? Right. But in any right. case, um, because the, the main actor in that who plays Poldark is uh, Keely from The Hobbit, the dwarf Keely. Okay. Uh-huh. And I like the actor. So I was looking up other things that he's been in and I found Being Human. And I found it on the Tubi app um, streaming. And it's a, B- it's a BBC show. And he plays a vampire. Um, his best buddy is a werewolf. And they meet each other at work and decide to try and have a normal life and get a, a rent a house together as roommates. And the house that they rent is haunted. Oh, I've heard of this. I've heard. Of it. it sounds like uh, all we do in the uh, uh, what we do in the shadows, the TV show. Ever seen I, what we do in the shadows? I love the movie. movie. I haven't watched the show yet. Yeah, the movie's great. You should need to check it out, Audra. It's a vampire. Was it a vampire? A werewolf? I, a I don't remember any mummies, but it's a documentary crew that follows Our vampires, and it's a comedy. Yeah, and they're roommates. Okay. And it's shot you like remember, a reality um, show. Uh, or, um, oh, what is it? That band's name. Well, if it's shot like a reality show, I may not like it. <laughs> Trust me, it's okay. good. Block of the Concords really well, or something? In... Yeah, uh, 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 Fly of the Concords. Yeah, yeah. They're all they're all Kiwis. The show is a oh, Kiwi Oh, okay. Show. Well, then maybe it won't be trite. All right. It's it's really good. What we do in the shadows, the movie Very. and the show are both. Well, see, the, this I, one, this um, one, I'm not gonna say it's like complicated. It's it's more along your lines of like you know guilty pleasure, like we are with supernatural level, right? Okay, right, so we're right. not talking like epic um, show, but you know, obviously there's a horror aspect. So like the guy who is a werewolf, like he's trying to figure out how to control it because he doesn't want to kill people. Yeah. You know, right. and the guy being a vampire is actually trying to, you know, go clean and not kill people either. And, and like, you know, satiate what he needs to do in, in other ways because he just wants to be a normal human. The problem is, is he is 100 percent. And none of you guys know this friend, but Damon and I have been friends since our 20s, early 20s. He's been friends with the person I'm about to talk to say since junior high i've been friends with yeah i've been friends with audra about 22 years i've been friends with alex her ex and landlord um <laughs> about about 30 well years. and then there's brandon yeah same time right. i met them both the okay same so that's our that's like our main core of social group in any case <laughs> this vampire that play that aiden turner plays he is 100% haircut, clothing, facial expressions, stupid attitude toward women, um, <laughs> can't keep a job, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, okay. Oh, 
This is such a deep cut. We need to we need to turn off this. This is such a. Yeah. But I'm like saying the, the thing that I was like, I'm like how I'm like enjoying the show for the like light horror that it is, and it's not a complicated show, and I'm enjoying it. And at the same time, I'm like, I can't find him sexy because he reminds me of Brandon. <laughs> he you <know>? it. <laughs> so when you look at his... Yeah, I'm like, it's like he's like my, my retarded little younger brother, you know. I can't... And, and he's doing and he's doing some of the same mistakes, and I'm like, oh my god, that that's... They're, they're, okay. And, and so... <laughs> I, but otherwise, I'm enjoying the show, but I'm just like, yeah, now I can't find him sexy. Now, now it's like he decreases in my eyes, right? So I, I, oh, I lost so respect for the character a little bit, but but I mean clothing they dress the same. <laughs> um, so anyway, about season three, uh, because I think this show was from like 2015 or something, and uh-huh. and about season three, Aiden Turner is killed off, and um, they 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 take it in a new story angle, yeah, and it's kind of like supernatural when they went from monster of the week to like the crazy freaking demons and and you know sam's drinking demon blood and you're like yeah and so it started going that way and oh now the vampire collective is shown up and they're all mad because aiden turner was there was going to be their new boy you know and and like now all of a sudden it's a vampires versus the werewolf crew and i'm like okay they lost the plot here yeah when the show you know, goes on they, too long they lose track yeah and i i guess there's like five yeah, seasons. It the shark. yeah it jumped the shark in season the end of season three and i was just like done i i tried but i couldn't go any further gotcha well uh what about you, Ed? Is there anything new you've been watching? Or, or is there more you've been watching, Audrey? I watched The Invisible Man last night. The new one? Oh, what? Yeah, the new one with Elizabeth Moss. Oh, I've heard good things about that one. Me too. I've heard good Overall, things. Overall, I enjoyed uh, it. Um, there was a section. In fact, I think we might like consider it for future podcasts okay. because it is a reboot. Right. Um, it, well, it looks like uh, Universal was trying to reboot their their monster series, uh, kind of like all uh, the Avengers when the Avengers really started going around the time Avengers. Um, oh yeah, the- two came out. Universal's like all their monster movies, and then do like a collective where all of them are together for yeah, another they're- movie. But it looks like Blue House has taken on that, uh, has bought the rights from Universal. So they can start making them. They're doing a, they did, they did like a reimagining of Invisible Man. They're, now they're going to be doing a reimagining of Dracula. Right. Okay. So I'm really curious. Well, I'm going to gonna say, um, how I, they do I, it. I, because I think that we could use it for another episode. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, and it's a good take. But there was about a half hour of it that they lost me for a minute. All right, and then and yeah, then they doing... got me back in. Okay, okay. But it's like they they had me, and then they kind of lost me, and then they're I'm like, all right, all right, now it's okay, okay. I'm a, so. I'm excited that Bloomhouse is taking over this. I one hundred percent a company that is all about they're gonna it, nail right? it, and they do it on the cheap. So if it's successful, which it can't help but be if it's mm-hmm. good, 
they can do more because they did the this movie. I don't know. I haven't seen Invisible Man, but they only did it for seven what? million. Oh, it's yeah, and it's good. It's I mean the production values are not my issue. Bloomhouse yeah. gets it right ninety five percent. And it of the just time. further because I did watch. Um, you know, Handmaid's Tale was what Elizabeth Moss is most kind of in her breakout role. Um, yeah, that and she was a big part of the Mumblecore movement. Which is, yeah. Which is movies that are basically made on scriptures, basically an outline, and then you just kind of right. wing it. She was part of that with the duplicate. And um, there's another um, Netflix um, BBC cop drama that I haven't gotten too far into yet because it's a when I've been trying to watch it there was a little bit too much indica and it's a little more involved and I <laughs> you know what I mean yeah um yeah, yeah but and I just uh, as I finish my my third uh well my uh second drink I, it's kind of hitting me now so if hey, I, I if I veer too far off the road oh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm at the I'm toward the bottom of my second drink too so but I'm drinking white claws <laughs> so I'm getting you know no, I'm drinking. Uh, I'm drinking whiskey. Oh damn, dude! You drunk? Hope you ate something. I'm drinking. Well, on the rock. I just, I really <laughs> like Elizabeth Moss as an actress. I think, and one of the things I will say about this movie is they allow her to do what she does best, and that's a lot of visual and body language and physical acting. Yeah, what I like about her is she's not. She's a strong actor. <laughs> she's not above doing like. Like yeah, a seven million dollar movie. To, yeah, yeah. Then going to like Handmaid's Tale, and uh, what I really like is she's a lead actress, and she's not what you would call a conventional no. beauty. She kind of just looks like a chick you'd see at the. She looks mall. like the girl next door. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't go that far. She looks like the girl that lives next door. <laughs> to the girl but next she's door. she's she's pretty, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's not unattractive. She's like Matt she's Damon. He's attractive, but he just looks like every other good-looking guy. Right. He's that she's attractive, but she's like every other good-looking girl. She's normal. <laughs> normal. And she looks very <laughs> and and while I look at her and I go, "Yeah, if I got my shit together." Yeah. And <laughs> and while she is obviously fit, she is not a scrawny little size 2 where like her legs are the size of my biceps. No, no, no. She's got a little red yeah. meat. Oh, she's probably it. a freaking like, like size a 8 meat. at most. Oh, yeah. I know she had to do some physical things like in that movie. Yeah, she's not, she's not big girl status by any stretch of the imagination. Not even but, close. But she's not a watch. She's not, apps. you know, but, but she's yeah. she is somebody, you know. I'm like, yeah, um, yeah, when I drop 20 pounds, I can, yeah, I'll be there. You know what I mean? So... You know, and she's just her physical, her facial expressions are what get me. I'm just like, she's really oh. good. She's so yeah. solid. I mean, I watch her in Handmaid's Tale. I mean, mm -hmm. she's rock solid. I like All her right. a lot. There's a movie you need to see with her and Mark Duplass. They play a couple. I gotta look it up. Um, where uh, they they're a couple and they're on like a uh, weekend mm -hmm. away at at like this beach town, and they find that there's a shed behind the house there, Airbnb, that is a, that is like a portal to an alternate universe. 
and they both keep going back to it to hook up with people they never hooked up with. Because they want to stay together, but they wanted to. They, they, they're like those couples that got together too young in their in their life, and they've been together a long time. They want to stay together, but they're like they have little regrets, and they both start going to it when they realize, oh, we can like go and fuck this, you know, the the guy we, or the guy or girl we lusted after in high school and then come back with no repercussions. And her character just decides to stay there and never go out. And it's a really good story. And it's shot, it was, when you hear how the movie was made, it was made over the course of a week. They rented a Damn. beach house and said, hey, let's make a movie there. And they did it. They shot it for like, Something like seventy-five thousand. And in that week, and in that week, you know, they slept three hours a day. You know. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But uh, I'll I'll find the movie and tell you about it. But it's really good. And when you take in that, hey, they made this movie basically over a couple of weeks at 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 a at a you know at a house that they just rented for the summer. It's it's kind of crazy. I love that style of filmmaking. I'm always a sucker for it. All right, Ed, what have you been watching? Uh, I've only got two on my list. I got, finally, finally I watched Little Monsters. Isn't that an awesome movie? I love that movie. Remind me that one. I think I've watched it, but I can't remember. That's the one with the teacher, the kindergarten teacher who takes her kids on a field trip. And there happened to be a kid's host who's the actor is the famous Josh Gad, who was famous for playing Olaf on the Frozen movies, who I think Mm -hmm. the whole character is just to make fun of his fame of that. Oh, I don't think I've seen this yet. It's on Hulu. Oh, no, it's awesome. It's Lipta Miango. She was also in Us. She was the wife Mm -hmm. in Us. But yeah, it, it, it's weird. It's the the trailer is a little a little misleading because it, it the trailer points it like she's the star, but she's yeah. not. The star of the movie is this uh, the uncle, the the guy you follow this guy, and she she is the kindergarten teacher to his oh, nephew. Oh, okay. And what ends up happening is that you follow him for the first, like, I don't know, maybe it's like 30, 40 minutes. Yeah, for the 30 minutes. And And it's weird because I I shared the last name with that actor. Yeah. Oh, do you? And then then he meets her and then his whole motivation for going to the school and taking his, walking his nephew to school is so he can see this teacher. And then they go on a field trip and then the zombie apocalypse happens. As well, it was an apocalypse. It's more like a mili- a U.S. So it's in Austria, and and yeah, there's a U.S. military. And this movie picks at the U.S. military a lot. Um, next to it, and they're doing experiments on zombies, and there's a breakout, and then a horde of zombie comes after the field trip, and that's when the shit hits the fan. I, right, I like the right, right. the how do I put it? the gore in it. A lot of it was prosthetics. And that's so practical effects. Yeah, yeah and that's your uh, CG stuff, which I really like. Right. Um, but it was hilarious and gory. It was a very, very good dark uh, comedy. I loved it. I thought it was. Great. I love good campy horror. This is perfect. This is down your alley. I hi- if you guys it has if anyone hasn't seen it, I highly recommend it. And it ends. I won't spoil it, but it ends on a cheery note. 
you know. it does so it it's does. a it's a happy fun movie i and but it with a lot of gore and a lot of people die <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the other thing i've been watching is um I, I haven't finished it i was planning to do the day but with work and a kid i couldn't finish it i'm on the last episode too which is uh, ner- uh annoying American Horror Story, the 1984 one. Oh, yes, I watched it. Oh, I love I'm it. Ambi- I, love I liked it. it, but it is not my favorite season. It is not my, oh, so far, I'm only on episode five. It is not my favorite, but I love, love, love how accurate it is to the way 80s slash. Oh, I knew film. you guys were both going to Yeah, not- and I think film shot the music it is like it is perfect it is exactly how it's the 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 um the the way people talked as well as what they said you know right and it was just like the the shoestring thin plot points it was like oh man this is so and damn so I'm ahead of you, and there's there's gonna be more Easter eggs of classic horror movies where you're just gonna hit you in the face uh it's and so Watch episode six when I get off this. Um, when, if you like, I always love American Horror Stories. I've watched every season. I think yeah, there's more I like others. They just do it. And when I heard they were going to do a slasher camper 80s season, I was like, holy shit, that's going to be like 10 hours of a well, slasher. Yeah, I, I remember American last year Horror. when you two were both like waxing poetical about it on one of our podcasts. <laughs> Looking yeah. forward to it. So. I I love I don't know I just uh, I really love that eighties aesthetic. It's totally nostalgic yeah, for that's... me because I'm old enough to remember exactly how it looked and how it was. But I think um, if you're if sure. I'm, I'm 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 liking it. I mean the story's a little cheesy and it's silly, but that's what the eighties yeah. were. And um, what was I gonna say? Um, if if you are a slasher fan of the eighties one, then this is gonna pierce you right in the heart. How close it gets on everything, even the music. yeah, uh, the, even the entry is perfect. yeah. I appreciated it for all that, but I am not a fan of the genre. So oh, it's, oh yeah, it is. It is. How do they put it? It is a special taste. I get it. Yeah, yeah, easy and whatnot, but I love it. I'm not gonna <laughs> say it wasn't well done. I'm just gonna say it wasn't my favorite season. The guy with the mustache, oh, he keeps reminding me of Will Forte. Oh, yeah. I, in fact, I thought it was Will Forte when I first saw him. I could see that a little bit, I think. But, of course, all the same actors and actresses, except for a few. Some of the ladies, like Sarah Paul's in that, didn't return. And the younger lady. Yeah, I was kind of hoping to I see her. I always liked her. And the older one, I always liked. I kind of I like them all. You mean Jessica Lang. Yeah, Jessica Lange. Yeah, she she said she was done. Jessica Lange is kind of re, semi-retired. She's eighty. That. Yeah, she, and is she 80? she's like last time I read, she was like seventy-eight, and that was a while ago. So she's got to be like eighty, if not pushing it. God damn, she's yeah, she's she is. Well, her and Jane Fonda, man, whoever whoever has been injecting whatever chemicals, maybe they're the alien <laughs> pedophile zombie freaks that my boss keeps telling me about. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. They're drinking <laughs> adrenal chlorochromes harvested from children by the alien satanic aliens. Oh, no, she's not 80. Well, she's 
She's not young, but she's not 80. She's 70, 72. Well, if she retired, oh, okay. she would be. But still, she's, she's no, no, still she 72. I don't blame her for being semi-retired. Yeah. She was an icon in her day. Yeah, she worked now hard. I'm looking at pictures of her now. Oh, she's beautiful. I'm I'm like I'm like two and a half drinks in. <laughs> if Jessica Lane came to my front door, she could oh, get it. Oh, it's it's Let's not just be, because it's I'll not be just no, it's not just how she looks though, <laughs> as far as you're concerned too. It's who she is. Exactly. Because you know she's gonna come to your door and you're like she's either gonna eat me alive, or um, I'm gonna eat her alive. Either way, we're gonna have a good time. I'm gonna take right. the <laughs> It's like it's like you and you and Alex and Brandon have always said since our twenties: fear with a hint of interest. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, but that's pretty much on horror for me, since uh, it kind of gets cut back with uh, no daycare or school. Right, right. Quarantine. That's one yeah. of the reasons people are like. Why don't you want children around? And I'm like, look, I want to sit in my house on my couch <laughs> watching whatever the fuck I want to watch with whatever beverages and, 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 and greenage I need to make me feel better after working my ass off. Therefore, you know. <laughs> yeah. Basically, yeah, I hear you. Basically, I work all week. Um, Eloise is at her mom's, which is still only like uh, literally point four three miles away from me but we'll go on a little walk with the kid with the dog and then it's me, me back at home day drinking getting high and watching watching tv and making inappropriate texts to my friends when i'm a little drunk or high. <laughs> drunk text <laughs> oh i wouldn't know what you're talking about or anything what? what? Oi. Oi, bro. A couple of those are still burning my psyche. I might actually put bleach in me. <laughs> and a couple of them made me just go, oh, no, thank you. <laughs> but, um, you know, um, then there's, there's, um, there's the elephant in the room that I know we've all watched because everybody watched it. The fucking train wreck of the year other than the Rona. And you know what I'm talking about. What am I talking about, boys? Uh, yeah. Tiger King. Tiger King. I didn't I did not watch it yet. Dude, you need to watch it. Dude. Okay, okay. The first watch episode the shit. first like forty five minutes, like the, the first episode is rough to get through. In fact, first time I tried to watch it, like fifteen minutes into it, I'm like, they're talking about abusing tigers. I don't want to watch about them abuse tigers. They're just, they're but, just, but all they're doing is they're just laying track. track. So once you get into like forty-five minutes into the first episode, I, yeah. I'm sorry that it takes that long. But <laughs> by episode two, you're it's crack, dude. It exudes meth yeah, yeah, I, out of I, itself. I challenge you to turn it off after the first. Well, episode. like I've I've listened to a lot of podcasts and I'm on YouTube and I've seen so many like mini videos and people talk about. <laughs> it. I've already feel like I've kind of seen it. Like the lady. I understand I'm that way with Titanic, but you need to watch this. Watch it. <laughs> watch it. It is fucking crazy. And I'm going to tell you from, from episode one, you will know that this story can only end with multiple arrests. <laughs> Joe, um, Joe Exotic kind of looks like... Joe Exotic kind of looks like my dad, so he's going to try to be him for Halloween. 
Oh, that's hilarious. Are you yeah. serious? After later, I'll show Man, you guys a picture of my dad. They, it's pretty close. Oh, you have to show me. Oh, I would say my dad's a, uh, taller and like more muscular. And they're both from Florida. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> Dude, it doesn't. It, well, it this guy. Do, no, he doesn't pay Floridians. How long? When did when did you guys move to the Pacific Northwest? Uh, six, seven years ago. We okay. grew up in Florida. So, so are your folks still in Florida? Oh yeah, all of them. Oh okay. So they probably actually knew about this um, tiger farm because it's been both that one and the other one, the other t- well, the other one in Florida because they talk uh-huh. about Carol Baskins. She's not in Florida, but um, the other <laughs> the the tiger the tiger cult guy who's got all the the girls around him doing his little cult thing. Um, they've been around <laughs> since the like nineties. I'm sure I've heard about yeah. them. I just like it's Florida, you know, attitude. Right. It's like it's like well here, you know. I mean, there are things like. You, when's the last fucking time any of us went to Voodoo Donuts? But if you're visiting the area, you're like, oh, I'm gonna go to Voodoo Donuts. We don't give two shits about it because we live here, you know. Yeah. And that's the kind of thing. And and it's it's not like oh, the whole world knows about Voodoo Donuts, but people coming from Seattle, people coming from California, you know, coming in, they're gonna see it. It's it's just small kind. That's one of the first things you do when when we entertain like friends from out of town here. That's one of the that's one of the places they want to go is Voodoo Donuts. They want to go to Japanese gardens and they want to go to um, and they want to visit um, like all the bridges because we're the bridge kind of so the 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 tiger Joe Exotics Tiger Zoo was kind of like a local you know quasi Southern Florida. Well, what so, city was it in? Do you guys remember? I, I I'd have to look. Nah, I'd okay. have to look. Look it up, Dan. I'll watch it. Maybe that's why I'm afraid to watch it. I'm ashamed. Ugh. Oh, <laughs> dude. Oh, dude. And and the fact it's it's crazy. crazy. And and like, the fact that you've like I'm not gonna feel guilty about giving any spoilers because I think by osmosis in the social media spectrum you've already gotten it. Yeah. Yeah, even if you know about it, it's still there's all these little fucking. I little even things know about the guy killing himself. Oh yeah, okay. It was crazy. It was, it was and totally so you know that he too. had two husbands, who yeah. were both heterosexuals. Well, they claimed. You know what? A gay guy told me this, and I believe it 100. percent The difference between a guy that'll do gay stuff to get stuff. And a gay guy and a guy that won't do it is that the gay guy that will do it or the guy that will do it has a little bit of that. You mean, okay, so basically, well, they were like 17, 18 when he, um, when he he met them. So uh, they were probably young, by curious men in a, in a fucking hillbilly Uh, upbringing. And he kept them, he kept them, oh, meth them out. Oh, dude. You oh, can watch time. one of his husbands throughout because the series, the the episodes, go over a period of years. Okay. Oh really? And, yeah, oh, yeah, and there's fun. even more yeah. footage that was lost through weird, you know, arson. Um, they, they 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 go through a period of years. So every time you see one of his husbands in the shot, you can actually watch the guy losing teeth. <laughs> yeah. Like a time yeah. frame. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's the guy, well, both of them were probably bi curious right. at best. 
But he definitely just kept them drugged, uh, kept them in drugs and meth. And who knows what their upbringing was. Right. So they could cope with taking a dick from this crazy tiger guy. I heard the director. I heard the director had a cutout of Joe Exotic racial slurs, which I'm kind of interested to hear. <laughs> oh yeah, you can find him on YouTube. I already. Oh, did him. you? Okay. I I'll really follow. don't have any yeah. desire to. He look ran him for up. president. He ran, he ran for, for president. president, and he ran for yeah. governor. <laughs> Some people, huh? Of Oklahoma, because he's in Oklahoma. Oh. Was he in Oklahoma? No, he's in Florida. Who's in Oklahoma? Carol Baskins. Thank you. Okay. Carol did it. <laughs> it covered Oklahoma. Oh, Texas, I 100% believe. And uh, you know what? Here's the deal. I 100% believe that she fed her tiger, her husband to a tiger. Oh, uh, if she, she wasn't going to do it, somebody else was going to, based on his, his, um, you know, uh, business ties in the, in the time frame. But you know what? Oh, yeah. If she did it, I, I, I guaranteed, you know, like, I'm sorry. I I don't hate her for it. <laughs> was the guy the di- uh, a dick? Well, the guy was a, he was a creep. I don't know if he deserved to be killed, but he was definitely a creep. Because he met her when she was, what, 18? She would, no, she was 18 or 16. 16. Ooh. She was, was she 16? 16. And he was 30. I thought she was married to the guy. She was married. Oh wait, maybe the, yeah, the, that, maybe that's uh, right. The first guy she met and married at sixteen, and then she left him and met this other guy. So she was yeah, like barely like eighteen. Yeah, she was like. And this guy was in his thirties, and he was in his thirties and had a whole nother family mm-hmm. and left his family for her and, and was then, flying back and uh, forth and to South America smuggling exotic animals to say sell in the United yeah. States. Dubious business contract, you know. Yeah, if you were going to sugarcoat it, you'd say he was an eccentric, but he was just a diva. I'm uh, as as having been as a woman who has in my younger days, in young impressionable days, in the same age group she may have been in when you know she met him Uh and been abused. Okay. And I'm not just talking because mm-hmm. he called me a bitch. I'm talking because he gave me black eye and shit, right? Abuse. Uh, what okay. Do? But, right? <laughs> yeah, what'd you do? Um, <laughs> what'd you do? I, I, in any case, I, I can tell you what I did. But in any case, when <laughs> I left him, when I finally muscled up the courage and the resources in which to leave him, I'm not going to lie. Uh, and I was like, I saw this in The Invisible Man and went, yep, I've done that. Um, when I left him, my doctor had prescribed me Xanax and for my own anxiety of fits that I was having because I was so stressed out. And instead of taking it, I gave it to him and put him to sleep because he was having allergies and he said his allergies were bothering him. And I told him it was my sinus medication. And I put him to sleep for like three, four days when he was home so that I could plan my escape. Okay. If I could have fed that motherfucker to a tiger, like, I I don't know. I might have done it. It's so weird, but what's weird about the show is that there's really no one to root for. They're all just bad people. They're all shitty people. It's like Game of Thrones in real life. I think that's why we like it. 
Because at one point, it's kind of in the very beginning, you're like, oh, he's a weird dude, but he's, he's all just right. an eccentric and gay boy. As, as it progresses, you're like, they're all, all of them. All of them. They're all shitty and, and crazy. It's a short, yeah. uh, short season, isn't it? Yeah, it's only it's, nine. It's a, it's a mini series, so it's nine episodes. But um, they did do. You, you really yeah. should check it out. Okay, I probably will. You, you it's, it's not. You know, it's yeah. It's just, it's not just hillbilly white trash. It's just the level. And the thing is, is white people. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're yeah white they are people. all. They're not Caucasian. They're white people. They're white people. <laughs> and it's just, it's There's funny because it, it, it was just like, I'm like, oh my God. So I know, I, I, I know people who are in that, or I say in the past, I have known people through various social structures who are in that kind of level of lifestyle, but not to the like level that these guys are, right? Yeah, they take right. extreme. And, and, and they are extreme. Every damn one of them. And and uh, the guy that the the filmmaker guy who looks like Billy Bob Thornton and um, you know <laughs> fucking um, Ed what's his face from the Abyss. Um, oh, Ed, Ed, Harris. Ed Harris. He looks like a cross between <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton and Ed Harris. Wears the black cowboy hat, the the flat top one all the time. You talking about yes. the Colt guy? The no, Colt no, guy. I'm talking about the guy, the filmmaker, the guy that filmed all this. Oh, oh, I thought some of the... No, no, I'm not talking uh, about whatever his name is with all the, like, 19-year-old girls that... He raised his mistresses basically <laughs> yeah. his wives. Is that the one you get a lot of pussy with big pussy? Yes. Big pussy, you yes. No, 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 that's a different piece of shit. Oh, that's a different, oh, piece, yeah. of oh, that's okay. a different <laughs> piece of shit. That's the used, it's hard that's the used car pieces. salesman of the bunch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, oh. It was just weird. The guy's doing, like, fucking farm work in his Ed Hardy t-shirt or affliction t-shirt and bandana and leather you know jacket. He was. It was like he has no idea what the fuck he's, he's doing. He's not even doing it. He was just doing photo ops. <laughs> it was and, you know the one thing the one thing that got it for me toward I think it was toward the last episode um um the one that got well she identifies as a man, so that's why I'm using the pronoun, but everybody will recognize her as a woman because that's what they presented her as. Okay. Right, right. The one who got her arm bit off. Her, her hand. What do they call her? Scaffy or something like, that. like um, that. What she said, one quote from her in an interview was, these are all supposed to be um, uh, advocates for the tigers people who are protecting the tigers and not a bit of this has ever been about the tigers no it's about their crazy yeah. psychosis yeah. It's, yeah. it's just narcissism run free oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're just... all damn she was crazy she had her hand right. bit off and then she went back to work five days later uh. and they were like look we can either take the hand or you can do two years of reconstructive surgery We'll be able to save your hand, but you're going to have to go through this process. She was like, ah, just cut it off. She doesn't Fuck. do it. What? I'd keep my hand. Yeah. Like, okay, how much work do I have to do? 
Especially my right hand. Like, oh, just cut it off. Five days later, went back to work. Well, yeah, but That's they were working crazy. for fucking sweat lodge wages. It was about the tigers for her. Yeah, they're all. It was about the tigers for her. Him. Yeah. Him. Sorry, I, I'm trying to be respectful. <laughs> I'll kill a hundred tigers to keep my hand. Hell yeah. You got a lot of carpet right there, rugs. Which is also crazy that there's more tigers in captivity in Texas than they are throughout the rest of the entire mm-hmm. world. That is nuts. Well, you know, they got that their ranch money. They got land out there. They can have themselves a tiger enclosure. <laughs> That's true. I've heard that Texas has been talked about separating from the state before. All right, hold on, guys. I got someone at my door. I think it's my sister. Hold on. Okay. So, um, a show I've been watching, I guess we'll get into what I've been watching. Uh, American Horror Story, 1984. Um, since, I, since I can't be in the same room as my daughter, yeah, we've been like FaceTiming and watching The Flash together, We've, which is, uh, you know, the CW Flash, which is yeah, a shitty I, show. Yeah. We kind of both... We both kind of hate watch it. We just watch it and kind of critique it and talk about how dumb it is. But we're in episode, we're in season five, episode, I think, five, season five, episode five. So we're watching that, which isn't really horror. But something that is horror that I've been watching on uh, Shudder. Now, I shared my account with you guys. Do you watch Shudder uh, when I get a chance every once in a while? Oh, that reminds me. It kicked me out. I'm going to need the login. Okay, I'll okay. give it to you after the show. Um, they have a new uh, series on there, mini-series on there, called uh, Cursed Films. And they talk about films that have problematic productions because of their social, uh, because of the uh, mm-hmm. subject matter. They talk about Poltergeist. They talk about The Exorcist. Uh, I forget what the other movie they talk about. I'll look it up. But it basically talks about these cursed productions of these iconic films. And it's pretty interesting. The one about The Exorcist is pretty damn good, except for like the last. 20 minutes they talk to an actual exorcist and you kind of ha- can't help but roll your eyes at some of the stuff he's talking about it's uh but it's a good show okay. i strongly recommend it i need to pop on it more on i've been bad about it yeah it's so wrap your wheelhouse and it has everything there they have quite a bit there not everything yeah like i tried watching but, from uh, hell and it kept kicking me off too yeah. Oh, that really? sucks, because From Hell is actually a really good movie. It's an excellent movie. I love it. Done by the Hugest Brothers, which the movie they did before is like a hood genre film. They did Menace to Society, and then like the very, like two years later, they did From Hell, which is this period piece about Jack the Ripper, which oh, is so against I've type. seen that one. That's a good one. Yeah. So I, yeah, it's a good show. I strongly agree. Another thing I've been watching is I've been re- for some reason I've been revisiting a lot of uh, Dustin Mills movies. Dustin Mills is this uh, he's a filmmaker. And it's kind of like just a notch above what 
Audrey <laughs> Hydu. Woohoo! And. But he's got quite an impressive library of films, and he does a good job for what he does. And I just started revisiting him because I was just doing a podcast where someone brought him up. And I was like, he does have a lot, a lot of good, no budget films. So I started watching them all. He's got um, the ones I watched was um, um, he has a movie called uh, Zombie A Hole <laughs> Skinless. I like that. Night of the Tentacles, Invalid, um, Bath Salt Zombies, Easter Cat, Easter Casket, oh, uh, Puppet Monster Massacre. He's he just like this no budget director. He does these movies on a shoestring budget, and he is mostly a labor of love, but he makes the living doing. He's, uh, he's kind of an inspiration for me, but I love his content so. I've just been, re- 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 you know, uh, periodically revisiting his movies. And that, and I got on this kick with watching old episodes of Supernatural and old episodes of Law and Order, which is not horror at all, just horrifying <laughs> with some of the cases. But, oh, dude, I, I did actually, I went Spencer for hire. Um, I watched um, s- about five episodes of uh, Stingray. Um, Oh, right. Jesus, Stingray. Um, I, uh, I watched uh, two seasons of Starsky and Hutch. Um, <laughs> I got about three episodes into Dukes of Hazard when I was painting a wall in my living room. But, but I wasn't really watching it, right? <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. As a kid, mm-hmm. I used to love Dukes of Hazard until about the third grade when I realized what the Rebel Y actually stood for. And I was like, you know what? As a third grader, I was like, fuck the dude. (laughs) I know the first time Damon uh, went in my car and my, he didn't, I don't think you heard it, but it was Johnny Cash playing uh, the General Lee song. Oh, jeez. Yeah. It's a good song. (laughs) I like it. Oh, yeah. It is a good song. Um, It was, oh, (laughs) who was it originally that did that song? Um, Fuck, I'd have to look it up. But you know, I grew up in I grew up in Boise, Meridian, Idaho in the eighties. It was uh, I grew up in Podunkville, you know. <laughs> even even the Podunks yeah. with money, the Podunk, uh, you know, I'm like the people with money wore like alligator boots and their name on the back of a really nice belt. Okay. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Hey, okay. <laughs> like I remember when I was like thirteen years old. I was I my. I was at my dad's office. My mom had dropped me off waiting for him to finish so we could go to dinner. And I, he would take me for the weekend. And I'm sitting at the front like desk dinking around on this computer that is really old, right? And this teamster walks in and he's straight up, yeah, name on the back of his belt. He's like bragging to me about his boots being alligator. And he's all, you know, nice sport coat you know, with the with the patches on the sleeves, jeans though, but they're you know brand new Wranglers, you know, and fucking straight up. This sounds like a real cool guy. Cowboy hat, yeah. cowboy cool hat, you know. And at the time, my dad would have been in his early, late thirties, early forties, and this guy was probably in his fifties, all teamster. You know, good old boy. 
So, oh, and, and I remember going, oh, fuck. And here's my dad in his office. Um, and he's, um, you know, wearing, I think he was wearing Calvin at that time. I don't think he wore Armani till the late 80s. Well, in the 80s, uh, early 80s, it was all about Calvin Klein and late yeah, 80s, yeah. Pierre Cardin. But, but you know, it's just like, so the, the whole deuce of hazard. I will admit as a young child, I watched it more than I should have. But it was like, if I didn't watch it, I wouldn't have been able to keep up with like where I lived. <laughs> <laughs> right. That makes sense. <laughs> and I will admit, watching it recently, I'm like, oh, now I know. Because I can remember always wanting a Jeep from a young age. Yeah. It was when I saw the uh-huh. episode that Daisy Duke got her her Jeep, the Eagle. I'm like, yep, that's it. Yeah. It was the very <laughs> body style that I have. Okay. The body style the body style yeah, that I have yeah. started in eighty um five and goes through ninety-four and I have a ninety-three. Uh. So and I'm like, oh that's where it came from. Okay. <laughs> Man, this is so not horror, but... No, it's horrific, uh, because... (laughs) No, 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 it's so not horror, but I'm going to ask. You have one dream car. What is it? What is it? Um, One classic dream car. Without the flag on top of it, uh, the General Lee. (laughs) Oh, okay, so you want a a 70... Yeah, on principle alone, and I'd have to end yeah. the car. I'm like, hey, you want to yeah. ride, buddy? <laughs> so, so basically, you want to, um, I think it was early. Yeah, it's an it's early, like, I want to see 73, 74, but I may be wrong, Dodge Charger. Because when I, I like to drift. It's a what? I like to drift in. Oh, 76? 76. Okay. I like to drift in on those yeah. cars where if you make a turn, you can kind of just drift it. I have like it could be either one. I don't have a Audra. I'm assuming mm-hmm. it's going to be the Jeep, the Daisy yep. Duke Jeep. For me, it could be one or the other. I don't care which one. Either one, I'd be happy. It'd be a '66. Oh no, '65 uh, <coughs> Lincoln Continental with the suicide force, or a 1976 um, Datsun 280Z. If you went sports car or muscle car, um, I'm really partial to the GTOs. But oh, yeah, if yeah. you wanted to go like sports car, I'd have to say a 65 split window Stingray Corvette. I'm so bad. Oh, that's and nice. I'm not that's a Corvette nice. fan, but it was just like that model was like, you know, it's like the Shelby Cobra, the, you know, Shelby Cobra Mustang. It's that year that it was like f- fucking the pinnacle, right? And now that is right. the pinnacle of that vehicle. And I love that vehicle. I love the looks of it. And if I were to get a muscle car, uh, you know, it would be that. But yeah, no, there's... um. I already have the listing of the Jeep I want. It's $78,000. It is royal purple. Um, It is a 2017 Jeep Wrangler four-door with all... Like, let me put it this way. I could have driven this Jeep through the rubble of 9-11. That's pretty hard for (laughs) you. Okay. (laughs) 
It's got puncture-proof tires, suspension. It, it's it's rolling on 40-inch tires. Um, it's got all the, you know, the winch on the front and the back. Um, hydraulics that can actually, like, lift things up and out. <laughs> you know, it's, it, yeah, like, full um, uh, harness, um, seat not seat belts, but full harness with these seats that you just kind of... It's like sitting in a pod, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, okay. it's so, like, it, it, like you're driving over the zombies <laughs> and it's a smooth <laughs> ride. Okay. Well, I love the, uh, the Lincoln Continentals, those old Lincoln Continentals, but suicide, the suicide doors. doors are neat. Love them. Yeah. Those old luxury cars. I love all right, folks, uh, we are coming towards the end here. We're hitting the two-hour mark soon, so I want to dip out while the getting's good. Um, is there anything else you guys been watching? Oh, Ed. No, I was planning to get the new Doom Eternal, but it kind of came out uh, during the quarantine where we kind of, you know what I mean, had it tight on our budget, so I couldn't spend drop 60 bucks. For a video game, right, right, yeah, kind of, right. <clears throat> spend any that kind of money. Yeah, I want to. When, when I so when I get it, I will do a review on it. And and all right, I actually so, uh, ordered a game. What about you, Roger? And and I actually oh, like yeah? Ed had put it aside for you know later in the game, but then they like dropped I would it buy down fifty percent. Did that yet? And I'm like. Right, right. It went down to like thirty-two bucks, and I'm like, "Oh, I shouldn't," but no. it's not horrible. And so I ordered Cards Against Star Wars, which, which is the, gar- the okay. uh, Cards Against Humanity Star Wars edition expansion. Yeah, expansion. And you know, you've played you. Now the Game of Thrones one, I didn't have much fun with because it's such. a Deep cuts. Most of the people I play with, right? Well, the thing it. is, is the the cards against the Game of Thrones is the size of one of the expansion packs. The cards against Star Wars is the size of the original <laughs> pack. So it's like okay. double. It's it's like double the like. It's huge. It's like you know, if you've gotten the 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 like like the green box, the cards against humanity green box expansion, which I have is the same size as the Star Wars one. And that's like a, I'd say a good seven inch long box versus the Cards Against Humanity is probably a four inch long box. Well, we all know bigger is definitely better. There's an average range (laughs) that I'm fine with, (laughs) but you know, you gotta get, you got, it's also about the quality. (laughs) The middle ground. You strike me as a seven incher as well, opposed to a four incher. Yeah, I could deal with that. <laughs> but a good, you know, a good five and a half, six ain't gonna ruin my night. <laughs> All right. Well, you heard it here first. Mom. And it's been five years. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, you gotta get the dust knocked Okay, off. and that without yeah, we'll end we'll this end podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and on that note, we will see you guys next month 
with a more traditional show, but hey, it is what it is. Yeah, good we luck, will everybody. See you, um, next good. month, folks. Bye. Goodbye, <laughs> cool cats and kittens. <laughs> Thank you.